Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he. You are you. And the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Living live like it matters. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to get all Fogarty on you. Yep, I'm going to get all Fogarty on you. I'm going to go deeper into one of the key ingredients of living a life of significance. And what is that? Impact. The ability to move people in a positive, more productive, and profitable place is one of the greatest of all leadership qualities. As a leader, we are in the people business, knowing people, knowing about people, knowing the machinations that move those people. This is critical if we are to truly live our lives like they matter. And so on today's Hour of Power, I'm going to be joined by a recent graduate of uh, Team 241, uh, Andy is an HR director for one of our companies, a molded fiberglass group. Uh, and he is a HR director. He's a coach. He's a leader. And today he and I are going to have you consider, put me in coach. You know, planes crash and people die. It's a fact of life. This life is short. Time is the one ingredient, the one commodity uh, that can never be replaced. We can replace everything else. I can get a new wife. She can get a new husband. I can get a new kidney. I can get a new heart. I can get new shoes. Uh, I could get a new uh, dress. Uh, I could get a new car. I get a new job. I get a new radio station that actually likes me, wants me to be on the radio station. I can get a lot of new things. But I can't get new time. Time can never be replaced. And the good book says it is appointed for man to die one time. In other words, to use up your time. Dispensation. Kairos. There's a time to laugh. There's a time to cry. There's a time to live. And there's a time to die. And it's appointed for man to die one time. Then comes the judgment. And that's why we're called to live and examine life. Matter of fact, uh, matter of fact it was uh, Aristotle's or Socrates, maybe Plato. They all three were like generations, like a grandpa, a father, and the son. One of them said, an unexamined life is not worth living. You know, about 200 years ago, maybe a little less, a man looked at the morning newspaper and to his surprise, to his horror, he saw his name in the obituary column. You see, the newspaper had reported the death of the wrong person. It was a mistake. But here he is reading about himself post-mortem. His, what would your first response be? A shock. Am I here? Am I there? And when he got through this mental gymnastics, when he regained his composure, his second thought was, I wonder what they're saying. I mean, let's be honest. If the rumor of your demise was premature, but nobody knew it, wouldn't it be interesting 
to see, to hear, to feel how other people thought of you truly, really, because they think you're not here. They think you're dead. The obituary read, Dynamite King dies. He also saw the phrase, Merchant of Death. The man? He was the inventor of dynamite. And when he read the words, Merchant of Death, he asked himself a question. Is this it? Is this all? Is this how I'm going to be remembered? Talk about a come to Jesus moment. He got in deep. He got in deep touch with his feelings. There was that line in the sand, and he decided, uh-uh, never, never, uh-uh-uh. This is not the way that this book is going to be written. This is not my final chapter. This is not the way uh, I will be remembered. And from that day on, he started working toward peace. His name, Albert, Alfred, sorry, I almost named him Albert, Alfred Nobel, right? The Nobel Peace Prize. He drew a line in the sand. He said, up until now, no longer. See, ladies and gentlemen, we all have that opportunity. For some people, it was September 11th, 2001. For some people, it was back-to-back election fraud. For some people, it's when he or she says, he or she, she says, uh, I found somebody else. Uh, I'm in love with another. For some, it's the doctor saying it's rare. Most children don't get this. For some of you, I know it's been 25 years you worked for us, but times are changing. And for some of us, it's, oh, you're a Christian. There's the prison. See, there's going to come a time in our lives. We're going to be wondering, did it matter one bit? No, I pray to God that that time comes before you're incapacitated. I pray to God that that time comes before you are at the end. I pray to God that that time comes mentally decades before it ever becomes physically. Because when you get emotionally involved like that, you're ready to change. And ladies and gentlemen, I've changed a lot of lives. I've been blessed. But one thing I've been very blessed uh, is the people that I go to go through my training, they send me, send me testimonials. They let me know. And so here's uh, Dr. Anderson Murley, cardiologist, Blue Stem Cardiology, uh, Bartlesville, Oklahoma. He says, put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. Quote, after your class, Mr. Black, I was reminded of the John Fogarty song, Center Field. I kept thinking, put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. The process you have put together is truly amazing. The things we did and the things you said that were so powerful because of how you put it all together, and it is mind-boggling. You know what you and I do is so similar? He says, I'm a cardiologist. I work on people's hearts. And he said, Mr. Black, you do too. Most of the time, I see people after a heart attack. You do too, in a sense. 
After a mechanical fix, most people I see are really interested in taking care of themselves differently, taking their medications, exercising, eating right. They want to do things better. Mr. Black, sir, you have the same effect. My heart was mended spiritually by you in Leadership Awakening. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. In fact, I'm fired up. This was by far the best 48 hours I've ever spent. I thank you for that. I have my toolbox, and I'm excited about being under construction. Keep healing hearts, Mr. Black. Again, Dr. Anderson Murley, cardiologist, Blue Stem Cardiology, Bartlesville, Oklahoma. The song by John Fogarty, Put Me in Coach. Chorus line, oh, put me in coach. I'm ready to play today. Put me in coach. I'm ready to play today. Look at me. I can be center field. Ladies and gentlemen, the center fielder covers the middle portion of the outfield. Range is imperative for a center fielder as he or she has more ground to cover than either of the corner outfielders. How big you play in the life. And ladies and gentlemen, I want you to consider today, does coach know you're ready to play? Are you properly prepared? Do you know the six P's of proper preparation? Do you know how to move people? Do you know how to get people ready to play? Do you know how to get yourself ready to play? Well, after the break, we're going to be joined by a recent uh, graduate of Leadership Awakening. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk. We're going to talk about how do you move people. We're going to talk about the greatest commodity in any group, in any team. And that is the hearts and minds of your people. And if you want to live your life like it matters, how many people in your life are telling you, put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. I'm Black. We'll be right back. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You've had a difference in your relationship with God, too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I was I was raised in a church, uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life. And this class kind of brought me right back to, to my faith. And that's a huge, huge part of my life that's just been missing. And I just, I, I feel rejuvenated, if that makes sense, that, you know, knowing that God's walking right next to me every day, every night. You know, he's right here for me and everyone else for that matter. But he's here for, for me right yep. now. And you have some peace, don't you? Oh, it's 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 really amazing. Sorry, I'm gonna get emotional, okay. but it's 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 amazing. It's an amazing feeling inside my heart. Like It Matters' unique approach allows people to see, hear, and experience leadership in motion. Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters. Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, and application. Which one of those don't you want? You want to be inspired. We need hope. Leaders, our number one commodity is hope. We have a pandemic hitting this country called helpless and hopeless. It's depression. And depression says today sucks and tomorrow is going to be no better. But the number one commodity of a leader is hope. We are hope peddlers. And here's what hope says. Hope says that no matter what is going on today, tomorrow can be better. It's time to lift our eyes up off the ground to look forward, to get our eyes off of our past and get them moving forward. Get our bodies, our minds, our heart, body and soul into the now moment. It is in this place called the now that lives are changed. It is in this place called the now that we have power and freedom. It is in this place called the now. What is the now? Why, it's the place between 
You know David Matthews, Dave Matthews Band? The space between. The now is the space between the stimulus and the response. And in that space is our power. It is our freedom. And as a coach, it is our greatest ability to move people if we can keep people in the now moment. I've been changing lives for 31 years. Go to likeitmatters.net. You can read about it. Next week, I'll be in Las Vegas. We have a class, Team 242. I still got three spots open. We limited 12 people. Three spots open. Uh, Coaches waiting for some players. Put me in coach. Go to likeitmatters.net. Get your button class. I can guarantee you, your life will be different. Saturday, 3.30, February 4th. If not, stand up publicly and say so, and I'll give you every penny of your money back. Uh, I'm not worried about the outcome. I was talking about the song by John Fogarty, Put Me In Coach, right? It's called Centerfield. And the chorus line says this, oh, put me in coach, I'm ready to play today. Put me in coach, I'm ready to play today. Look at me, I can be. And the chorus the first time says, I can be. Chorus the second time says, I can be. The chorus the third time says, I can be. But the last one says, gotta be. Gotta be. Don't you hear it? It's desire. It's craving. See, now that's what a coach does. A coach not only gets people ready, a coach knows how to move people. And one thing I consider myself is not a coach, but a life caddy with the same role. Uh, We offer assistance that allow people to play the game at a higher level. And I get to meet people from all over the spectrum. And this last weekend, I had uh, 12 incredible people, 11 men, one woman. Uh, We had nine from a company called The Car Medic. And one of my great companies, uh, Mr. Alan Fincham, uh, I worked with him for a couple decades. I think he went through my training 22 years ago. He's used my training for a couple of his companies he's worked with. And now he's got me with Molded Fiberglass Group. I'm pretty sure it's out of North Carolina. Uh, And we are blessed this weekend because uh, we had their HR uh, manager, HR director go through our training. Great man. Uh, of course he is because it's a great company and they have a great leader there. So let's uh, let's bring on the phone lines Andy to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Andy? I'm well, Mr. Black. How are you doing? Uh, you are well. The dude's like 620. He's like huge beams over people and he's got a big old smile uh, and he's a coach. He's, uh, you're a good man, Andy. You know that. Uh, but I just thought I'd let you know I think that as well. So thank you for your time. Appreciate it. No problem. My pleasure. Hey, so, uh, man, how long have you been, wor- been uh, with MFG? 33 years right out of uh, right out of college 34 years wow wow that doesn't happen anymore that tells me a lot about you right there and tells me a lot about your company sounds like you had a great a great family-owned company correct yes uh family-owned company that has uh, decided to to sell the company to the employees we're going through an esop it's just an exciting uh. time for us Oh, wow. Yeah, I love it. It's the ultimate meritocracy. Uh, Your company, so you not only get a paycheck, but you have equity in it. So sweat labor, you treat it like you owned it because you do, right? (laughs) That is uh, absolutely right. And now to to really uh, be an official owner of the company or owning of the company is a special feeling. 
Oh, yeah. You go to work every day as an owner. And, and I always say this, Andy. I didn't say it in your class, but there are really two mentalities out there. You can either have business owner mentality or employee mentality. And I'm not downplaying either one, but business owner mentality means you, you do what you need to do. You do it with everything you got, whether it's cleaning toilets, whether it's getting there early, whether it's putting in 12-hour days. You put other people first. You make sure everybody else is taken care of before you're taken care of. Uh, I've never worked for anybody else. That, to me, is business owner mentality. And boy, when everybody has that mindset, uh, everything w- works better. Now, uh, I've been working with Alan uh, Fincham for the last couple of years. Uh, he's been sending people through. Uh, you know, I know Alan from his previous life before MFG. Uh, so you've seen people come back. So you finally went, and it's been a couple of years you've been seeing people come back. So just curious, before you went, what did you notice when people came back? Did you notice anything that when, once people came back from my training? Honestly, uh, Mr. Black, I, I did not know that we were sending as many as, as we were. Uh, Alan okay. runs the and has run the North Carolina facility, and, and he's kind of kept it uh, w- with that group. So oh. um, Alan was the only one that I really knew that went through it up until recently. So, okay, so I'm, wow. I'm sort of experiencing this uh, uh, you know, for the first time. Oh, very cool, very cool. So what did Alan tell you about it before he went? I know he wouldn't tell you a lot, but what did he tell you? Yeah, he didn't tell me a lot, and and it was and I'm glad he didn't. I know that's the yeah. deal. And and since yeah. I've been back, I've not shared much with with others. <laughs> but just but just his 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 outlook, what he was saying about it. I I, I respect Alan as a leader and, and as an MFG teammate. So I just respected what he said. I certainly you know am am uh, you know, you question everything in life, and yeah. and I just kind of wondered about this as well. But I'm like, look, I, I I've got to. Uh, he's saying it changed his life, and if it changed Alan Fincham's life, I'm, yeah. I think it's going to change Andy Jehola's life, and it did. Yeah, and then it's awesome. And Andy, uh, you know what we do is uncomfortable. Um, we, uh, uh, people don't know this. I actually don't like to teach that class. Uh, oh, I got really? four other. Th- yeah, I got four other three-day classes. This is my entry-level class. I really don't like it. Uh, I have to be Mr. Black, and there's some things about Mr. Black I don't care for. They serve well inside the classroom, uh, but outside the classroom, uh, it's too easy to snap into Mr. Black, and it's not appropriate. You know, it's a that's emotional intelligence, right? The right emotion with the right intensity at the right time for the right reason, direct or the right person. Uh, and in that classroom, uh, we, it's a classroom setting. There's certain things I would do in there that I wouldn't do outside the class, and you know that. And so... Uh, it's a tough class, and you know that. And so you got to be honest with me. I mean, you're 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 a big guy. You played sports. Tell me a little bit about your background. You played sports. You uh, you've uh, been in HR. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So uh, so so born and raised really real close to where I where I go to work. A real family oriented. A lot of my family still in this in this area in Ashtabula. Uh, yeah. Uh, baseball. I thought I was going to be a baseball uh, you know major league baseball player, and and when that really it, didn't happen. I, I I ultimately got to focused on on basketball, and basketball has really been my passion outside of outside of work. When I went to college, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do, Mr. Black. I, I knew I wanted to to do something with people and to get into a role uh, that is similar to to coaching, and HR was that for me. So 
old. So I've been an eight in HR for 30 plus years. And, and in my spare time, uh, I, I do a little bit of coaching. Uh, I'm involved in a lot of um, uh, boards locally. And, and my passion most is with our, our YMCA. I'm the, the president of the board and I run their, uh, their youth basketball program. So it keeps me connected, uh, you know, uh, sports wise because it's a big part of my life. Yeah, and uh, I really do believe, uh, and you saw that in the way I train, that a, a leader has uh, many components of a coach, an inspirer, a motivator, and, and that's nothing new to you. You know that already. But I no, really, uh, yeah, but I lead that way. You see that. Uh, I, I, I want to be a good general. A good general is there with their troops. A good coach is right in the mix with them. You see that. I'm in the mix with you. Uh, I, I believe leadership, you don't ask people to do something you're not willing to do yourself, and you see that in, in the training. I don't just train you as an individual. I, I go in and out of first and second person type of thing and talk to you as a leader of people. And and you got to know people that you believe this too. The greatest asset of any team is the hearts and minds of the people. And so if we're in the people business, we got to know what moves people. We got to know how people work. We got to know what shuts people down. We got to know about people. And since we're a people, no better way to do it than walk, you know, experience it ourselves, experience pain, experience emotions and and then experience that with other people. And that's what you got a chance to experience. But be honest with me. Five minutes into it, because we don't tell you a lot, and it's intense. It's intense, and it doesn't make sense the first night. Five minutes into it, we're going. What's going through Andy's head? What are you thinking, Andy? Well, what's going through my head is this guy is uh, intentionally making me uncomfortable. I'm obviously going <laughs> to fail at what I'm doing, and, and that's all. Uh, there's a reason for it. And quite yeah. honestly, at, at the first break, uh, as we were talking, as the group was talking, and most of us are you know, deer in the headlights, and a lot of young people in that group, Mr. Black. I, that's what I was telling them. I go, look, this is this is a part of it. This is a part of it. Put that behind you. I mean, we're yep. going to get better at this. And and, yep. and on, quite honestly, Mr. Black, I, I thought, uh, you know, I know myself. I know yep. I, I'm confident in what I'm doing. And hey, all right, I'm going to learn some things through this thing. But I, but I know myself. And, and this guy isn't going to tell me anything that I don't already know. And, and I couldn't have been any more wrong. And, <laughs> And uh, you, 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 you connected uh, with me. You, you touched something in me that the, the, the uh, two things. One was sort of, you know, we're all going through stuff and, and you hit some emotion in me. Yeah. But you also challenged me as, as a leader, but also challenged me as a competitor. And it's yeah. like, look, this guy isn't going to be on my butt for three no. days. That ain't going to happen. So um, we're going to jump in and we're, and we're going to get this done. And, and you did. Yes, you're right. It took you that first night, took me that first yeah. night to realize that. And then yeah. and then I really, really went all in the next day and just yeah. let you have everything that I have. Yeah. And that's the shift. And that's what we're getting ready to go hard break. But that's where we're going to pick up after the break, because that's what separates really great leaders from just people in leadership position. You made a decision. You made an uncomfortable decision. You made a decision of humility, of meekness. And that's what we're going to talk about after the break. So stay with me, Andy. Uh, I'm Mr. Black. Today, we're talking about put me in coach. We'll be back. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. 
One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the radio show, Like It Matters. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I'm Black, and next week we will be back in Las Vegas. Uh, Team 242 starts a week from tonight. Uh, We got three spots open. Go to likeitmatters.net. And if you're lucky enough, you can get one of those three spots. Today, we're talking about Put Me In Coach. And we're talking to a a great uh, leader of people, HR director for 30 years, sports background, works with the YMCA, works with young men, coaching, moving, motivating, inspiring, uh, and blessed that he was uh, able to attend my training over the weekend, and uh, now we get to walk together and help a lot of people. So let's welcome back to Like It Matters Radio, Andy. Thanks again, Andy. I know you're busy. I appreciate your time. No, anytime, Mr. Black, anytime. Well, you, I, we, we were talking right before the break about you made a choice. Uh, you made a choice, uh, got a hold of you for some reason, emotionally, uh, logically, something stirred up inside of you, and you decided you were going to be all in. And when you got all in, uh, that changed a lot of things for a lot of people. What what, what changed? I mean, what, what happened when you decided, okay, and it happens, by the way, in our class, Andy, you saw it in different times in different people, where all of a sudden mm-hmm. the training takes over. You got you get enveloped by it. You stop resisting, and you say, "Okay, I'm going to give it all I got." At some point in the training, that shift takes place for most people. There's one person in your class that never took place for, but for most right. people, it does. What do you think that shift took place for you, and and what was the difference? Here's here's what the, you you were getting to me on Thursday, right? You were you were making me uncomfortable when I came in the next day well, overnight. I, here's what I was thinking, Mr. Black. I came into this uh, per Allen's you know recommendation, and I'm going in with it with the wrong mindset. My mindset was to evaluate this yep. to see a maybe this is something we can uh, have our other teammates do. I, I had to scrap that. I needed to live this myself. The only way for me to to get something out of it, to get what I know uh, I could potentially get out of it, was to just release it and go, look, you're not doing it for all of those teammates. You're doing it yep. for yourself, and then I will be able to send that message and tell, tell our team how incredible this is. That was oh. the difference. Spot on. And this, again, shows your level of intelligence because that's what—that's actually my counsel to people. Uh, you and I didn't really talk beforehand. Uh, we talked a little bit mm-hmm. a couple weeks before, but never really talked about in detail. But what I normally tell people, listen, uh, you can't audit this class. you got to be fully impre- involved. I said, go through it for yourself. Get as much as you can for yourself. And then we can talk afterwards if it has any value to anybody else. But, see, again, you did it right. You can't think about it. You can't watch it from a distance. You've got to fully participate. And I think that analogy, uh, that metaphorically is exactly like life. And I think what we need to do as coaches is to help people buy into that concept that you, you're, there are no bleachers here. 
There are no stadiums. Life is not a sport where you're sitting there passively watching it take place. You gotta live it and live it like it matters. That's what a great coach does. And that's what you're doing. You know, you know, the other thing, Mr. Black, is this. You know, the, the, the first night and then into the morning, it's like you, you're, you're just, you're so good at this. And you're so knowledgeable about so many things. And, and politically and, and, and your, your background in religion, uh, for the most part, was, was, was where I'm kind of where my head is. But not everything. Not everything yeah. you said not. was nope. was was I was in agreeing was, was yeah. agreeing with or, or on not. the same page and and yeah. that was the other thing that I needed to put behind me. It's like so what? Or do you agree? Yeah. Do Andy? Do you agree with every coach that you've had? Do you agree with nope. every manager that you've had? Well, of course not. That's not nope. what this is about. It's about nope. learning. It's about growing. It's about looking inside of you. Yeah. And see, two things that you just said. Number one, your bullseye. When did it come to the point that if you and I don't agree on everything, we can't be friends? I mean, right. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ, and i got to be honest with you, I don't think 90% of people agree on anything. Uh, I'm just being honest with you. So what, what family have you? I mean, you're married. Oh, my gosh. If you've been married more than six months, you're lucky still to be married because you guys disagree <laughs> on stuff. You know that. So, of course. Of but, course. But this is, is one of the lies. The way it is. Yes. Yeah, this yes. is one and of the it, lies in society. It, yep. And it's and that's my job too. Right. Yep. There's so many yep. different I'm I'm getting it from so many different angles and who you're talking to is gonna be a different message and, and you and you just have to get through it. And it's like why would this be any different? And uh, and I had to let that go in order to uh, to to really get everything out of it. But that thing there, and the second thing, Andy, is uh, the word I like to use, I like to call it unction. Unction. Your emotion. Uh, you know, that is so cool. And we've gotten to this lie now that we think of emotion and we think of a, 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 a soft, feminine woman just sobbing. No, that is a demonstration of emotion. But we yeah. are emotive creatures. Uh, and because we stuff, stuff, stuff our emotions, we've lost emotional intelligence. And so now someone disagrees with us and we go off the deep end because we stuff, stuff, stuff and snap. And we've got to process these emotions. We got, it's okay to disagree. It's okay. It doesn't make that person evil. It doesn't make them bad. And it's okay to understand what a person believes to, you know, I believe in, uh, uh, you know, building rapport to getting out of our mm -hmm. own map of reality and stepping into somebody else's. And so these are all things that you learn in this training and you don't learn it from a book. You don't learn it from a PowerPoint presentation. You learn it from people. Uh, yeah. And I was reading your report and you talked about one of the greatest things you got from this training is the realization of that living, breathing human being. Uh, you know, one of my favorite things that we don't talk about a lot is a, I call it the circles process where, you know, we dim the lights and you get in two rows looking each other in the eyes. And I just yeah. have you pivot from next person, to next person. And I say these words, look deep in this person's soul. This is a living, breathing human being. This person has dreams and desires. They want to love and be loved just like you do. That was powerful, yeah. wasn't it? As uh, it, it was incredible. 
and and I know that some of those folks that I'm looking at, and as we're looking into each other, we went to a we went to a different level, and I'm sure yep. a, a lot of us had never done it before. And since then, Mr. Black, since then, I always felt like I I did uh, uh, look into somebody's eyes, and I did feel what they felt, and I did that enough, and I and I realized after this past weekend, I don't, and 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 I immediately started to change that when I could even even conversations I've had these past several days I have felt the point where before I would have stopped I, yeah. I, I it's good enough it's good enough yeah. as you say it's yeah. not keep going yeah. keep talking yeah. keep reaching keep going deeper yeah. and uh, it's going to make me better it's already making me better Oh, and and I, I've watched. You've seen that class I went through. You with Andy. I've been. I've done that with fifteen thousand people. I mean, how yeah. many people have walked that intimately, that deeply, with that yeah. many people? And when I look in people's soul, I see despair. I see de- de- uh, dejection. I see discounting. I see demeaning. Yeah. I see demagoguery. I see hurt. And and Andy, God puts you in a great class. He put Miss Sinner in there. One woman with twelve with eleven men because she had been treated like men terribly over her lifetime, and she got to heal that by being with eleven good men who didn't want anything but to lift her up and to inspire. Her. But the big thing, I think God had you there. Look at all the young men. We had people in 21, 20, half that class was under 25. And I think that was for you, Andy, because you saw the pain, you saw the hurt, you saw how these young people are broken and that had to break your heart. Tell me about that, how that stirred you oh, up about pouring into young holy men. Holy cow. That was, uh, I, I was meant to be in that class, Mr. Black. Uh, I, I done, you know, the, when, when we went through those things, the leadership, um, uh, the, the things that are getting in our way, I, I, yeah. I, I've never felt myself to be a victim and there was so yep. many of those young men that feel yep. like a victim uh miss yep. center felt like a victim and yep. looking into their souls into their eyes I, I know i made a difference miss center and i had a connection when we were sitting there and doing that whole thing she told me after it was over she goes she goes that changed it for me what you did for me and wow. i said oh, 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 oh i said hold on a minute hold on a minute that, that's a two-way street there that's a two-way street I got as much from you as you got from me, and it was, it, I was there, I absolutely believe I was there for a reason. Amen, amen, and uh, we're going to be doing a lot of stuff together. I'm excited about it. So what do you think right now? You're, you're a week removed, you know, uh, what's the biggest takeaway you got from 48 hours in the world of Mr. Black? Biggest takeaway, what do you think, Andy? Biggest takeaway is um, uh, the, 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 Understanding from my uh, perception of me that I'm not a, that I'm not a terrible guy, okay. But I had room to get better, and and the reason that I'm here is to make whatever I'm doing, whether it's the why, whether it's my family, whether it's my business, is to get better. That's my job, and I was doing it okay. But I could do it so much better, and and that's that's uh, that's why I'm on this earth. Amen. Amen. And what do you think about our training? You got about you know thirty seconds. Our training compared to training you've done for thirty years. How would you rate? I've our already training? told. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I've already told people who 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 uh, reached out to me. Well, well, how to go? I said it's the it is the most difficult thing that I've ever been through as a human being. Okay, and it's the most rewarding thing that I've ever been through as a human being. That says it all. 
Wow, you're right. It says it all, brother. Well, hey, I'm excited about what we're going to do together, and uh, we got a lot of work to do, and God put us together for a reason, Andy. So uh, thank you so much, and I'm looking forward to what we can do together as we move forward. Okay, my friend? Me too. Thank you, Mr. Black. Uh, I appreciate right, it. God bless you. We'll talk soon. You all right. Too. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. You know, ladies and gentlemen, that's what I get to do. I don't get a paycheck. I got to pay people to listen to me, but people, when they want to change their lives, they come to the world of Mr. Black, and you get it for free. All you got to do is Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central Standard Time is go to freedom1570.com at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. If you missed that, right afterwards, go to likeitmattersradio.com, and there you will find the black man. I'm black. We'll be right back. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. Inspiration, education, and application. You know, when I was younger, um, uh, I was uh, always white, just so you know. <laughs> I was going to say, I was a short, fat, white guy, but I'm like, hey, nothing, not much has changed, Mr. Black, huh? <laughs> but when I was in high school, I went to um, basic high school in Henderson, Nevada, right outside of Las Vegas, and I graduated in 1983. Uh, at 17 years old and went right in the army. But uh, 16, I was a junior, uh, and uh, my dad finally allowed me to go out for football. And I think right now I'm 5'7". I think then I was 5'6", if I was lucky. Uh, I was probably 175 back then. Right now I'm 245. Uh, And you know what position I played on the football team? Offensive guard. Now here's the thing. Basic high school went four years without winning a game. I think we had one of the longest losing streaks in history. Now, you could check it out, Google it. I don't know what the details are. It's been a long time since I thought about it. Uh, And I think it was my uh, junior, senior year or something that we actually not only won, but we actually made the playoffs. It wasn't anything that was me. See, I never got to play. Uh, I don't know if there was four strings or three strings, but whatever the lowest number of strings was, I was that string. So I was a third string or fourth string offensive guard, 5'6", 175, slowly developing, 17 years old, probably physically more like 14 years old. So when did I get to play? Never, except if the game was out of reach, one way or the other. If it was no way we could lose or if there was no way we could win. And I figured that out. I'm a smart man. I don't care how short I was, how small I was. I've always been smart. And so I knew that the only time I got to play is when there was no consequences for the game. And so by the time we got to the two-minute warning, I had changed my position wherever I was on the sideline. And Coach knew this, too. Coach was pretty smart. Matter of fact, I think my offensive line coach's name was Coach Wise. I'm pretty sure that was his name, Wise. And what would happen when we got down the two-minute warning or we were blown out or we were at a point where 
before the two-minute warning where there's no way we could lose, I would move my position by coach, and I'd start being antsy. And as soon as our defense stopped their offense and we were getting ready to go on offense, I'm right there, coach, can I go in, coach? Can I go in, coach? Can I go in, coach? Not yet, Black, sit down. Okay, so we go. They get the ball back. They have to punt or score. We're getting ready to take the field as offense. Right next to coach. Coach, can I go in yet? Coach, coach, can I go in yet? Coach, coach, can I go now? Can I go? Can I go now, coach? Can I go? Sit down, Black. Not yet. Okay, our last possession. There's like a minute left. Coach, can I go in? Coach, can I go in? Coach, coach, can I go in? Coach, coach, Black, get in there. And he let me go. And true story. I jump off sides. Two things I learned from that. Number one, I'm going to be ready to play whenever coach is willing to put me in. Uh, and number two, get ready for this one. No matter what you're doing, play big. Coach Wise would tell me, you know, Black, after I humiliated the team and humiliated myself, begged to play, and then got in there, got my name called for all the wrong reasons. Coach told me this. I'll never forget what Coach told me. He says, Black, if you're going to jump off sides, you're going to get a whistle blown. You're going to get your name or your number called out. People get mad at you. We're going to have a penalty. You're going to hurt your team. It's going to be negative. And that's going to happen no matter what. And so I said, listen, if you're going to jump offside and make all that negative stuff happen, then you better knock that SOB on the other side of the ball on his butt. Because you're going to get a penalty no matter what. And I learned that from Coach Wise. That you got to play big in life. If you want to play with the big dogs, you got to pee on the big hydrants. If you want to run with the big dogs, you got to pee on the big hydrants. I don't care what you're doing in life, ladies and gentlemen. Give it your all. We have one life to live. And we have a coach that's wondering, do you want to play? See, God doesn't call the equipped. God equips the called. How big do you want to play? We live in a lying, dying world. We live in a world full of hate. You got all these hateful people out, these woke people out, these Democrats, these hateful people, and then hating us because supposedly we hate, want to destroy us, want to ban us from this and ban us from that, want to get us kicked out of this, want to put a jab in our arm. It's hard. It's helpless and hopeless. There's a lot of people out there that are suicidal, depressive, and suicide is, is a mathematical equation. It's my life sucks today. And tomorrow will be no different. We have a past. We have a present. We have a future. And ladies and gentlemen, it's getting dark out there. I'm not being negative. I'm being realistic. U.S. overdose deaths hit record 93,000 in 2020. Drug overdose deaths in 21 were horrifying. Radical changes needed to address the drug cartel or the drug cartel in the crisis. How about this one? The data's in. We are now worse off than before the experimental shot. People are dying. Healthy people dropping dead. Sudden, to death, sudden adult death syndrome. 
How about this one? Decline in church attendance drove deaths of despair among middle-aged white population. Look what they're doing to our kids, going after our kids. My class, half of my class was under 25 and numb and broken and empty and abused and helpless and hopeless. These are young men. Men don't know what to do. There's been a war on men. Men don't know if they're supposed to be macho or mellow. And so we're in some in-between hidden land called Marshmallow Man. Men now have been beaten down in submission to where men, you're like, we're like that, uh, that thing that blows in the wind at a car dealership, you know, waving around. You know, anything that's, uh, that's macho has been outlawed. John Wayne's been banned. Donald Trump is evil. The Marble Man. Anything masculine is bad. Why do you think so many men want to be women now? Because when you're attacked for so long for how God made you, could you imagine someone hating you because of the color of your skin? Could you imagine someone hating you because God gave you black skin? Could you imagine someone hating you because God gave you white skin? Could you imagine someone hating you because God chose you? Could you imagine someone hating you because you were born in America? Could you, do you see what I'm saying? And ladies and gentlemen, we got to bring hope. Hope is the commodity of a leader. Put me in coach. The world needs people. America needs people willing to step up. And here's one of the big lies. One of the big lies is there's no I in team. And I know technically that's accurate, but get off the word technically. I mean, imagine if your spouse asked you if you love them and you look them in the eye and say, well, technically I do. I bet you somebody's sleeping on a couch, huh? And it's probably not her or him. You got my point? This is the problem. We don't have teams. We have battle zones. We have fighting. And this is the problem. If there's no I in team, then there's no you in team because that's a big lie. I know technically it's accurate, but it's wrong. If there's no I in team, there is no you in team. If there's no you in team, there is no team unless you're talking about somebody else's team. We need understanding. We don't need justice. We need understanding. If I can understand you a little better, if I can walk in your shoes and understand your pain, and you can understand me a little better, if you can walk in my shoes and you understand my pain, doesn't it make sense we're in a position of a better relationship? I told you over the weekend that we started terribly. We had a misogynistic GM at the hotel we stayed at, which just abused my wife, verbally made her cry, and then mocked her. And then expect us to pay them $5,000. And when she was crying, he said to her, rudely, towering over her, sounds like a me thing, not a we thing. I know most of you would never say that, but are you ready to listen to some truth? Many people in our lives feel that you're doing that that you're feeling it's not a me thing or it's not a we thing, it's a me thing. And if there's no I in team, then there's no you in team and there is no team, right? Unless you're talking about someone else's team. These things need to be we things. Get off the me things. Let's get on the we things because when we're doing the we things, then we've got a coach. The coach is waiting for all of us to say, 
being coach. I'm ready to play today. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. You have been listening to Mr. Black, master trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.